and welcome to the latest installment of the Great Scott Cinema Club podcast. I'm Chris Toll and I'm here with my broadcast partner, the Tango to my Cash, the Joker to my Batman, the Harry to my Sally, <laughs> Graham Keezy McKee. Say hello, Keezy. Hello, how you doing? Uh, let these people know what we've got in store for them. Well, today we're going to take you back to the year of 1989. And it's absolutely jam-packed with it's films that we love. Strap yourself in, troops. This could be a long one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, I think we should start with the biggest grossing film of that year. Which was? The Last Crusade, or Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. Indiana Jones and the Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> what a film. Oh, that's amazing. See, see this film? It... You know Indiana Jones isn't going to die, right? You know he's not going to die, but see the scene on the tank? We- Aye. Oh, my God, man. That's brilliant. It's amazing. Wow. Especially with the reaction on the on the mountain when the hinkies went over. Aye. Aye. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, it is. <laughs> um, this, this one is just Spielberg and Lucas saying, right, we're fans of this as well. Aye. Let's give the fans everything they want. What's the ultimate goal for an archaeologist? The Holy Grail. <laughs> uh, and like, oh, why don't we show, give him, like, show him as a youngster? Or who did we get to play him? Well, the best actor in the, the world. Aye, that's true, River Phoenix. Oh, yeah, uh, man. It's brilliant. Junior. <laughs> How good is Sean Connery Sean in this? You understand why he hates him, but you, you want him not to hate him. Aye. I mean, he's the, the two of them together are just aye. fantastic. I Ford not older than John Connor. I think there was only like five or six years between them or something like that. <laughs> 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 I tell you what, I did primary school that was. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Spielberg said if they ever included Indiana Jones's dad, there was only one guy ever going to play him, Aye. and it was James Bond. Aye. Aye, that's what they wanted. Roger Moore. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't get my mate to watch it. My mate Andy. Can't work. get him to watch Last Crusade. No, he hadn't seen any of them, right. and all, they were all on the, the iPlayer over uh-huh. Christ, uh, between Christmas. Uh-huh. So I think he had four days, and I says right. Make sure you watch Raiders of the Lost Ark in the Last Crusade. Temple of Doom if you've got time, but make sure you watch those two anyway. So he watched Raiders, he watched Temple of Doom, and then he ran out of time and didn't watch Last Crusade. I couldn't even look at him the next day. <laughs> see, to be honest with you, see now, as an adult, if I watch Raiders of the Lost Ark, I'd be like, right, I want to see the next Indiana Jones movie. But, oh, aye, aye. But if I watch Temple of Doom, I don't know if I'd be rushing to watch the next one after Temple of Doom. Well, that's true. Because as much as I loved it when I was a kid, aye. it was pure outrageous nonsense. It's crap, man. <laughs> it is. It, oh. It's crap. And yeah, the Kingdom of the, Lord, the Crystal Skull oh. gets a lot of hassle, but I think Temple of Doom's on a far way. Oh, do you? Oh, right. No, I wouldn't it's say it's as bad as that, but... Oh, but the last crusade should have been the last one. Aye, the last crusade should have been the second one. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just love it. Indiana Jones and the search for more money. <laughs> um, aye, so it's worthy of being the biggest grossing film of that year. Aye, well, 
Yeah, there's a few coming up, isn't there? Aye, there's some, some toppers. Honestly, I mean, you get no homes barred. <laughs> <laughs> it's that East First Venture into cinema, and I remember a game for not enough talking about the 10.0 there, I thought I'm going to do this again. I left no homes barred when I was a kid, right? But I watched it fairly recently, and I had to turn that off after Aye. after about 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most ridiculous bullshit. <laughs> 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 Honestly, what other, what other absolute belters have we got in the world? Um, K9. <laughs> <laughs> K9, uh, the, the people, eh? Uh, Turner Hooch. <laughs> <laughs> I always just thought that K9 was a complete rip-off of Turner Hooch, but it actually got... Uh, released first it was out first uh, it was out first but it was uh, far far inferior oh, to turn on Hooch it's essentially the same film isn't it? Uh, pretty much aye. it really is but Hooch is a more lovable dumb aye he looked the slab on the way there and he, idiot. And then look, Tom Hanks is copying him and stuff he did. He tries to slab on hang and all. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks is brilliant in that film. Yes, yes. Um, uh, well, so we've got here, we've got some, some absolute talkers. Uh, cyborg. <laughs> Can't even remember a hang about that. I'm just assuming it was a terminal rip off. Um, right, we'll, we'll move on. We'll go to. Uh, uh, well, I mean, we've actually, we do. Aye, like, a, a, real, a real film. Aye, a real film <laughs> for, for 
and it's brilliant. Man. Be a window hunter. I kind of kind of like that. Uh, obviously, the windows more. Uh, aye, suspense. Serious, aye, aye. Suspense thriller kind of thing, but this is this is hilarious. Right. At times, really Sounds funny. good, aye. Uh, on the set in a movie, Corey Feldman, who was really close friends with Michael Jackson, um, used to get bubbles to come onto the set. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> However, he had to get his trailer changed twice because when he came back to the trailer, bubbles had flung shit all over the place. <laughs> Aye, I like to dig up these obscure films. Uh, An Innocent Man, it stars um, Tom Selleck and he's a a model citizen, the good old boy. uh, In his town there's crooked cops and their racket is is that they get get tipped off about uh, where there's going to be drugs and they do a drug bust. But they keep keep half of what they've seized for themselves and sell it on the side. And that's their scam. And uh, one of the cops gets he's he's high as a kite, and he uh, gets told the address. But because he's high as a kite, he goes to the wrong address, yeah. which is Tom Selleck's house. And Selleck's just had a shower, and then he comes out the bathroom with his hair dryer, mm-hmm. and the cop thinks it's a gun and shoots him. And then uh, they realise the two of them realise that they've made the blunder, so they just put all pin all the drugs on Selleck and set him up. That's what it's about. He gets sent to jail for six years, and it's about him rebuilding his life and trying to clear his name. Is it? Is it a revenge movie? Did he try to? Like, is he, did he try to get? Aye, well, aye, aye. Well, first of all, it's about trying to survive in prison. Aye. Because he's he's just he's like a Ned Flanders type guy, right. <laughs> and then it's about getting out and then clearing his name and, and getting re- getting revenge on them. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, eh? I don't even know how I stumble across these films sometimes, but I it's almost... Some Tom <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Aye, that does sound good. It's quite interesting to see that. I thought I'd give it a mention. Um, then we've got Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> uh, I've seen this once when I was a wee guy and I, was, I wasn't a fan of it. No? No, I didn't used to like Rick Moranis because... I was a wee bit fear being a little shop of horrors. Right. But uh, I, I don't know, this one just kind of bypassed me. I, I, it was, I mean, it was a huge film. Yeah, it, I, it, I, um, I said I mentioned it the day to my sister and the first thing she said was a bowl of Cheerios. It's the only thing she could remember about it. The only thing I could remember about it was when they're in the grass and, and ants trying to get them or something like that or a wasp trying to get them and an it's ant a, scorp- a scorpion trying to get them and an ant, sa- an ant saves, saves them saves the day aye that's a pretty scary scene aye for, <laughs> for, for back in the day aye yeah, you better, yeah. um, I mean, I, but as I've said to you a hundred times any sort of kids adventure movies you get a horror movie in it you know what I mean see if they play the, play the stray can I and what, you know, definitely aye yeah. this film I remember that I went in pictures to see it and before it there was a Roger Rabbit a like a wee was, d- a short thing I, I, I remember that did I see this film in the cinema? 
Tommy trouble it was called. And it was a baby, wasn't it? Aye. Baby was young. Aye. I remember that. Because I always thought that I'd saw Roger Rabbit in the pictures, but I hadn't. It was this thing I'd seen before Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I seen Roger Rabbit in the pictures. Do you think that was maybe shown before Roger Rabbit as well? No, it was written specifically for... It, I, it was, I must have seen Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> I'm still saying I can't really remember it. <laughs> the, the actual special effects in this film for, for, at the time were, were brilliant. They were, they were really good. But, uh, Decent enough film. So we'll move on for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, <laughs> and the next one that we're going to talk about is I'm interested to hear about this, right? Because it's a film I've not seen, and it's in the list because you've seen it. Um, Say anything. Aye. So I had never seen it, so I watched it specifically because we were doing this this episode. Because it's got like a full and been a, like a big, huge cult film. And. <laughs> I'm not getting what I'm getting to say about it. <laughs> it's not. It, it's, it's, it's John Cusack and he's fell for this lassie. But he's a shy guy, so he's just trying to think of ways to be with her without talking to her, basically. That's cool, that's movie, Scott. Aye, they fall in love, but then they split up. And then he's trying to get her back, and that's the, the famous scene that most people have heard of is we standing in a she's in bed and he's standing in a front garden with a ghetto blaster and it's Peter Gabriel uh, in your eyes <laughs> that's what it should have been Peter Gabriel in your eyes and that's really the only iconic scene I can think but at the time it came out it was getting five stars across the board and it's regarded as a, 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 a all time romantic classic aye but I'm a bit of a sucker for a romantic comedy, Famous person and it's Shannon Doherty. Shannon Doherty, yeah. Sure. Uh, the other two, I, I'm not sure who they are, but it's about. Um, Four lassies called Hera. I, I, three lassies three are the most popular lassies in school, they're all called Hera, and it's about when Ron Ryder try to take them down. Right. And like, they, like, they accidentally kill one of them, and then it all spirals out of control, and Christian Slater's a bit in utter. It's a dark, dark, it's like. A horror version of Mean Girls or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's good though. It's it's, <laughs> it's a crazy film. It's uh, that that's regarded as a classic as well. I quite like it. I was I've always been a bit of a fan of Christian Slater. Aye. Um, I I can't really remember him being in in anything terrible. You know what I mean? No, not really. Young Guns. I love him in. Uh, what do you call it as well? <coughs> Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, I, Robin Hood, uh, even now, like Mr. Robot, he was brilliant. I, I always liked him as well. I, I remember watching it years ago, and I wasn't, I wasn't overly impressed with it, to be honest with you. But, but I think I might, might appreciate it more now. Maybe I. Uh, definitely, but uh, we'll go on for that one now. Um, and the next one, there's a film I watched just when we started, when I started researching the 1989 movies. Um, um, Moneyball took a boring movie, yeah, a boring sport, and made it entertaining. Aye. Well, that film done it first. <laughs> this is Major League. Mate, still, 
a great film. Aye. It's still a, a great, a good laugh, a comedy film. I've seen it years ago, I remember, I know Charlie Sheen in, I think Wesley Snipes is in it as John well. Berenger, Wesley Snipes, and um, um, you get Rennie Russo's on it. Is it the plot? Is it the, is the Cleveland Indians into it? Cleveland Indians, right, and they're, they're garbage, right, they're, they're terrible, and uh, the owner, this, uh, the owner dies, and his wife takes over the franchise. Right. So um, she decides that she wants to move the franchise to Florida. Aye. And to do that, with the contract that they've got with Cleveland, they need to have under a certain attendance each game. Right, okay. But uh, like an average attendance lower than a specific amount over the season. And to do that, she decides that she needs to get them to finish last in the league so that nobody wants to come to watch them. Aye. So she fires everybody, all the players, um, and they hold the open tryouts, <laughs> right? And it's all sorts of ragtag hits that come, but there's the, obviously the select few that they centre on, and then <clears throat> uh, what happens is they bring in a manager for the, what, the fifth level of <laughs> <the> amateur <laughs> He, he puts together this team and they're, they're all they're all raw they just need to be kind of honed in and uh, so they find out that she wants to move the team and that she's trying to uh, basically bury them Aye. and they all decide right, well the only way that we can we can stop this from happening is if we win the whole thing <laughs> Each time they win a game, the managers get the big, a big cardboard cut out of the owner, um, and she's uh, they tear off a wee bit of clothes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, as I said, I've seen it years ago, and I remember that the that wild thing, and that he's he throws bombs, but they're all over the place, and then they give him glasses. Yeah, he's he's eyesight's good, so he can't hit the catchers, mate. I'll need to watch that again. Sounds good. It's it's one of the films that I remember watching when I was a wee guy, and I loved it, and when I first got Cable, the first night that I got Cable, the two of them were on back-to-back. Oh, right, okay. I loved it, man. We'll move on to one that everybody should have seen. Um, 1989 was a. We've already spawned these movies actually, Jean Claude Van Damme. Um, this one's Kickboxer. Oh, aye. Kickboxer's a classic. Brilliant. Obviously, the iconic, hilarious. Dancing scene. Aye. My pal, um, Dave, I don't know if I've, I've told you this story before, he, he went and met him and he went for a, a dinner with him as well. And he was. Uh, he's his idol that's, that's his absolute idol <laughs> and he's uh, he's got a picture with Van Damme and that's class he's a nice guy my cousin actually uh, went to that comic con and he only paid just for the quick photograph and aye, aye. how you doing handshake kind of thing but he says he was an awful guy as well and I like that I like that somebody's a nice guy you know what I mean oh, definitely aye, you see all oh, oh Van Damme as well aye. Mate, I watched all his trash in the late nineties and that. Well, you you seen what my DVD collection used to look like, Aye. right? I had every Van Damme for <laughs> every single one, every Van Damme movie on DVD, 
and I'm not saying I've seen them all, <laughs> but, I did, but I did own them all. And Kickboxer's definitely my top three. Right. And um, I like the scene with the, the, he's getting the, he taught out to do the splits with the trees. Aye. All that, and um, the, the song as well, it's always on the Goldbergs. Never surrender! That's the the end, isn't it? Aye, Aye but uh, Kickboxer is the story of Van Damme. Uh, <laughs> his brother gets kicked. His brother's a champion kickboxer. And he comes up against the, the biggest, baddest threat to, to kickboxing that it's ever seen. Aye. And Tong Po, who's a kickboxer from Vietnam, am I right? Aye, I think so. Aye, I think it's Vietnam. There you go, it's Kurt and Eric Sloan. Sloan, that's it. Yeah. Um, so, Eric, the brother, gets his back broke by Tempo. Um, but Tempo doesn't need to do it. He's already down and he stamps on his spine and breaks his back. And Van Damme's devastated. His brother's his idol. Aye. Uh, and his brother gives up on life and just chucks it. And Van Damme vows to to beat Tonko exact revenge for, for Eric so Kurt Sloan goes <laughs> all the way over there and finds a finds a guy that trains him Aye. he's kind of Mr Miyagi kind of character <laughs> um, he's got the, the love interest as well and um, obviously you've got the training montages that every every 80s movie skint <laughs> uh, in the face for you um, this one's this one's good it's a, it's a good film it, um, it's like an adult version of Karate Kid basically it is but uh, kickboxer definitely two thumbs up for me but I've, I've definitely attempted those dance moves before oh, aye. I've, I've, I've affected them all <laughs> 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 yeah. man amazing right so we'll move on um, I don't think either of you have got much to say about Field of Dreams so we'll just uh, move past that don't even know what that film is Field of Dreams it must be something about I don't know, fuel talking or something. <laughs> <laughs> People going out camping. Aye. Aye, camping. I forget about that one. Aye, we'll just move on. Have you seen it? <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest films ever made. <laughs> this is an absolute belter. In my humble, uneducated opinion, Mr. <laughs> McKee, this is Costner's best movie. Ah, I would probably agree with you. Aye. Aye. There we go. Um, it's, uh, trying to explain it to somebody now that's never really heard it, I don't think you could get them to watch it. Listen, see if you've not seen it in 31 years. <laughs> I don't care if it's flowing or funny. Uh, sorry. Th- this film, Costa himself describes it as baseball meets It's a Wonderful Life. And I would say that's a great description there. I would say it was a great description if I had seen It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, right, fair enough. Um, but this film's a, a classic, you know what I mean? You've got ob- obviously, um, for the people who don't know what it's about, uh, Kevin Costner, his dad was a professional baseball player. I, no, but I, he's, mm-hmm. he's a farmer and I think it's Iowa or something, they're struggling and he hears a voice saying if you build it, he will come mm-hmm. and he decides that it if he built that means that if he builds a baseball diamond in the cornfield the 1920s baseball player Joe Jackson uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson will turn up and that's that's exactly what what happens and it's really odd that plays Shoeless Joe 
and uh, other baseballers, players turn up, and then James Earl Jones, another voice tells me to contact him, and the two of them have to go to That's they have to go to Fenway Park, mm-hmm. um, and then when they're there, they see a thing about a a doctor's name flashes up, uh, and it's the doctor's played by Burt Lancaster in his last film, and he's brilliant in it. It's all these weird things that they have to go and do, and they're wondering why the hell they're doing it all. Mm. And that is, is so. It's kind of sci-fi it's, as well, but it all it all comes together in the end, and it's absolutely brilliant. The payoff's amazing. You see the way you describe that at the beginning, when you're saying that if you told somebody a story, they wouldn't they wouldn't want to see it. I've seen the film, and I know that it's brilliant. And you've just described it to me. I know that it's brilliant, but it sounds shite. <laughs> no, it it is. Is. It's, a, it's a hard sell to somebody. Yeah, but man. what are you, the hell are you talking about? Ghosts of baseball wait players? Wait a minute, they're struggling for money. They're farmers. He's decided to dig up half his crop. <laughs> <laughs> is this one of things? If you build it, they will come. I bet they could have been building a, a slide. <laughs> Well, I mean, I need to square that around at the side of the, the bar. Ah, true, aye. What, what, what sort of leap is that, mate? <laughs> By the way, of course, I'll get away with one. <laughs> no, all these weird things happening all come together in the end and the payoff, without spoiling it, because I want people to watch it, it's, it's amazing. Uh, it's worth it. You know what? I think I might have cried at this movie. <laughs> I, I think I maybe did. Ah, there, was, there was tears rolling down my face, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and when, he's, when his wife sees. Aye. Oh, Christ. <laughs> aye, aye, you're not laughing at me now, are you? You're laughing at me now. Aye, Field of Dreams, man. Right, so uh, we'll move on to Field of Dreams then, and we're going to go on now to. That's an absolute comedy masterpiece. See no evil here, no evil. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first hour of this is just it's side splitting stuff. Hilarious, right? But I had never seen it, right? And my mate Fred's, um, he, see, any time I said something and he didn't hear me or he didn't understand what I said, he would say, Fuzzy Wuzzy was a woman. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, Fuzzy Wuzzy was a woman? Have like, you ever seen Seen Wheel Here? No, I was like, no, I've never seen it. And because he used to say that to me all the time, I hated that. <laughs> so I never watched Steve Weevil here, Weevil, for years. And then eventually I went through a wee, a wee bit of a Richard Pryor face. But I was watching just as much Richard Pryor stuff Aye. as I could get my hands on. And I watched it and it's just, it's so funny. Aye. The two of them are masters. <laughs> when, when they first meet, it's... Aye. I, I just watched that wee clip again the other day and I was still in that song. <laughs> <laughs> And like the bar fight scene and, and things like that. Is, and you forget Kevin Spacey's the baddie in it. Ah, he's, well, Kevin Spacey's the baddie in everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a new wife. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, he's, what, the, the, some of the slapstick stuff in it. It's ah, just, it's, <laughs> they two were, they were, what I say before, I know I'm repeating myself, but they were just masters. Aye. The two of them were. Together, brilliant, incredible man. This is hilarious. If you haven't seen this film, oh, you'll absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. And it's still thirty years on. It's still hilarious. That's when you know it's a good comedy. Because 
although obviously it looks a bit old now, Aye. the comedy stands the test of time, man. It's still just that even the wee brief description. One of them blind and the other one's deaf. Aye, that's that's it, all you need. Exactly. We'll see We'll move on to that now, and this is one that I watched last week again when I was doing the. Uh, the research and I think you watched it as well, Keezy Roadhouse. Aye, I hadn't seen it for years. Nah, what a film! <laughs> pure nonsense. Aye, it's, it's nonsense that you but that you can't not I enjoy. Can't Aye. He's what's called a cooler. He's the, the bouncer that comes over and says, hey, listen, we'd like you to leave. Aye. Uh, start behaving or we're going to ask you to leave. Kind of thing, these people are warning. He's the nice face. Until it's time and I'd be nice. It's like, he, he gets recruited, he's in New York and he gets recruited to go down to, what well, the hell is it again? It's like a thousand miles away, but everybody knows who he is. I know. <laughs> he's but a I, bouncer. Aye, but that's the thing. He's meant to be the greatest. You know what I mean? And I think you'll find that Wade Garrett was the greatest. I think you'll find that Wade Garrett was the greatest. <laughs> but Wade Garrett is old. And dead. <laughs> God rest him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sam Elliott is brilliant in this. Uh, you think Patrick Swayze's cool in this film, then Sam Elliott turns up. <laughs> This is my mate's Cool as fuck <laughs> to this day, man. Honestly, and he's just what a, what a guy. But in this film, especially Missouri, that's what it's set. I couldn't Missouri. think of. Aye, but aye, he's, he's so what harm? Sorry, we'll get back to what harm's right. He's he's in a in a club in New York or Miami or something. Bear in mind, this is at a time when nightclubbing was the major scene. Oh, aye, aye. Bouncers and stuff like that. Well. Essentially, celebrities, you know what I mean? Like, see if you worked in Studio 54 or something like that, and you were the biggest. Suppose, aye, aye. Mm. You were as important as anybody in that place, you know? Aye, aye. So, I think that's why he's got a reputation for being the main man in one of the main clubs in New York. The guy comes over and recruits him for this rundown. Aye. Couch uh, the, 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 the double deuce. The double deuce. It's like, nobody's like, it's like. The uh, double A. It's in the middle of nowhere. All it's got anywhere near it is a wee hardware store that sits across the road aye, kind of thing. Um, obviously, Swayze comes straight away. This is a film where a wrestler in it as well. Uh, the main bouncer at the start that Swayze eventually uh, sacks right. is uh, Terry Funk. I didn't even notice him. Aye, Terry is Funk, it? Aye. I don't even realise. Right. He's he, he re, rejuvenates the whole the whole bar, but one night he gets an injury. He gets uh, stabbed in the arm. Aye. Where I don't know a swizzle stick or something like that. He gets stabbed in the arm and he needs to go and get stitches. 
and he falls in love with the doctor with yeah. the stitches and this bird is an absolute 10 <laughs> <laughs> but you'd need to be a cool Swayze <laughs> Swayze's in a living out of it. <laughs> this is prime Swayze, this, this, isn't it? This and Dirty Dancing are prime Swayze. Aye. Without, without a doubt, man. But I, was looking, I looked up to see what age he was at this point. Yeah. Same age as us. Really? Aye, I mean, I was, I've never been more disgusted with myself. Well, that must be why people <laughs> always say to me, I thought you were being a little bigger. <laughs> 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 the, the four, obviously the foreshadowing I mean well yeah, people are oh, this guy's a, a maniac man I, I've already done this uh, and that and you know I've already ripped a guy's throat out with his bare uh, hands you talked about re- you talked about wrestling there what a finishing move Swayze has his haikus oh was it um, the throat I, ripper out there I, I ripped the throat <laughs> I, and then obviously he rips the throat out the, the doctor sees him doing it and decides she wants Nothing else can do it. Um, but it's just that an over the top. Aye. Fight scene from start to finish. It's it's absolutely <laughs> it's garbage, but you can't. Nobody would watch it and not enjoy it. Aye, it's stupid to say, isn't it? But aye, it's aye. Not, you're not going to sit there and wonder the whole, you know, what, oh, I wonder, I wonder who done this and what, Aye. why they've done this and all that. Sit it's back just, and enjoy it. Aye, it's just that like, just like nonsense. It's brilliant. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's brilliant. It really is. <laughs> um, and then after that, we've got um, Ghostbusters 2. Ah, Ghostbusters 2. Classic, which surprised me uh, that, well, not really, not really in fact when I think about it. That, that, I would have thought that would have been definitely up there with the high schools and movies. Aye, it was. Um, they said that it suffered because the films that were the films that were released at the same time. Same time. Um, we were about the age when this was probably our Ghostbusters movie more at that time. Because I loved it. I loved this film. Aye, Ghostbusters too. Aye. Uh, Obviously, the first one's much better, but at, at the time, uh, uh, this was this is where I watched more. Aye, I had a sticker book. Aye. I remember having a sticker book for that. <laughs> um, but the the painting and all that, mm-hmm. terrifying that painting. Aye, it was. She's only evil. She's she's out again. Aye. Um, obviously, you've got all the four the four main Ghostbusters, but. The wee guy for Ali McBeal. He's brilliant, isn't it? What's his name? Peter McNichol. Peter McNichol, you looked that up. Aye, I did, aye. He's excellent. That's the sort of character he's really good at. Aye. Um, Annoying, but still, for some reason, likeable. Aye. Aye. And he worships Vigo. Aye, well, let's be honest. (laughs) If you're going to side with somebody in that fight, if you're looking at the two sides, you're going to side with Vigo, aren't you? Um, uh, this film's got iconic scenes in it. Obviously, the Statue of Liberty scene, mm-hmm. uh, the toaster dancing to Jackie Wilson higher and higher, but then the, that's what makes the Statue of Liberty work as well. Class. Um, still not as it, it's not as good as the original. Obviously, I don't even think it's got the the theme. It hasn't got the theme tune in this one. No, no, no. It's it's a Bobby Brown song instead. It was a big hit for this film. Good song, though. I guess we'll <laughs> have to take control. Yeah, yeah, take control. Yeah, yeah, take control. 
She's a great song. Better than the first one. <laughs> 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 right, so yeah, I, uh, Ghostbusters too. I, w- I went to the firehouse in, in, in New York. I cool. but see when I was there, it was all scaffolding, and oh. it, it was clo- <laughs> it, it was nothing. It was closed as well. Aye. They usually open it, and there's a big Ghostbusters too, or a Ghostbusters sign inside it. Aye. It's because it's an operating firehouse. That's it. Aye. Um, not that day, was it? No. <laughs> 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 but I picked a good day for that. It was just. Did you know there wasn't any fires? <laughs> <laughs> on the outside, there's a big like, spray painted mural thing. on. So that was the only real thing you could take a photo of. What, what I mean, all the Ghostbusters? Aye. I was wearing like a fire helmet thing. And there was people like, taking photos of that because you obviously couldn't take photos of the firehouse. Oh, you'd have been gutted, but. Ah, it was. Especially when I took the photo of the mural. And then left and did other sightseeing things in New York, but I forgot that my bloody flash was on my my. Oh, I my so you have to hold it longer. Right. So I've basically got a picture of my Reebok Classics oh, <laughs> outside <laughs> outside the firehouse. It's, only, it's an excuse to go back. Aye, oh, <laughs> oh, I need to go back to New York. I never get a four-year painting on the floor. <laughs> 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 if ever there's been a. a Wait for the excuse. <laughs> That's the one. I know, but it's been done. It's been reopened. It's reopened now. Right, okay. <laughs> right, tell me the turn up again. Just like, yeah, here's that guy. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll move on for that then. And this one here is... I'm so surprised. This wasn't a high school movie of the year. However, it'll be because it was a 15. Or was, a, was it a 15 or was it a 12? Batman? Oh, was it? Was it a... I don't think 12 were, were a thing then. 15 because Batman Returns was the first ever 12. Was it? Batman uh, was the first ever so 12. So this was a... Uh, so that would have been why this wasn't in the high school, so because you couldn't get kids in to see him. It's crazy, can you get kids in to see a Batman movie? No, but when you look at it, man, it was pretty, oh, pretty violent, you know what I mean? Um, obviously, song. back then, it's held to higher standards than it is now. You would, that would have been a PG now. Oh, aye, aye. But it's, it's brilliant. Aye. I watched it with, with Ian, my son, the other night, and... I said, right, mate, pick a film for 1989. He's seen Batman was on the list, and that was the one that they picked. Had he seen it before, though? Aye. Aye, aye, of course. Mate, we've watched that a hundred times. He's picked it again, and that goes to show you. Aye. You know, since he was four, all the way right through up until he's 11 now, um, still loves Batman. Yeah, aye. Still loves that movie. This was my favourite Batmobile, without a doubt. Loved that Batmobile. By a distance. Absolutely cracker. Aye. I remember I seen it driving about Glasgow one day, and I think it was going to City Not Square for Hamleys. Right. And uh, it broke down. (laughs) (laughs) I had to get somebody to come and yeah, totally. Aye, and you saw it? You seen the Batmobile, you oh. totally. <laughs> Class. Aye. <laughs> um, obviously, Jack Nicholson and this Jack Palance is probably on it as well. Aye. Um, and Kim Basinger, um, Michael Keaton, obviously. So, I was reading bits about it and it said that there was 50,000 signatures on a petition to get him removed I remember that you know what I used to my cousin used to get um, all these movie magazines um, when he he had a subscription to them all so they would get delivered every week and uh, when Michael Keaton got announced as Batman they tore him to ribbons I think it was Empire 
he used to get fined all the and he would get other, other movie magazines as right. well. But um, I think Empire told him to announce that this guy should never be playing Batman. And, and for me, still to this day, he's the, he's the best one. They couldn't have been more wrong. He was, oh, he was, he's brilliant in it. Um, there was like a list of about 30 people that had auditioned for the Joker mm-hmm. and John Lithgow was one of them John Lithgow would have been amazing he talked movie. Tim Burton out of casting him he didn't think it would be a big movie he didn't understand so uh, Tim Burton was going to cast him as the Joker aye apparently aye Honestly, <laughs> he would be an amazing Joker aye he really would have been but I loved Jack Who Nicholson who else auditioned for him William Dafoe was in the line to play either he played Batman or the Joker. Aye. Uh, when I worked. Nah. No. Well, Defoe's not handsome enough to be Bruce Wayne. He would have been good as a Joker, though, because he was good as uh, Green Goblin. I think so. I thought he was absolutely crazy. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't Danny Hammer, it was Danny Danny and all that. He was far too over the top. Well, the usual ones like De Niro, I think, were on it as well, but I think the very the first the first person they wanted was Jack Nicholson. What do you think of Jack Nicholson as a Joker? I think it's Jack Nicholson and face paint. <laughs> but that's not a bad thing, I, 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 it's, Exactly, it's not a bad thing. He was brilliant, he brought his own thing here. But again, I, I read the comics and stuff like that, and um, but the animated series and stuff like that, I think Mark, Mark Hamill nailed the Joker. Right. right. But you cannot put that exact Joker on the screen. You can't. So every actor needs to bring their own thing. Aye, aye. You know, in every different iteration of Joker, you've had Jack Nicholson, you've had uh, Heath Ledger, you've mm-hmm. had uh, Jared Leto, and most recently, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. And each one of them's been completely different. Aye. But for me, the one that was closest to the Joker that I like from when I was a kid and stuff mm-hmm. like that was Heath Ledger. Right. But I think the best performance is a Joker or Joaquin Phoenix. Aye. And I, I, I like them all for all the... Aye. Uh, I mean... They all bring different nuances. Nicholson looked like he was having an absolute ball. Oh, I loved it. Playing I loved it, it didn't he? Aye. And I thought they were going to bring him back. They were going to bring him Aye. back. Aye. But remember we were talking about that before. I was like, I'd love to see Nicholson again as a Joker. We had Michael Keaton again Aye. as Batman in a more up-to-date kind of setting thing. Would it work? I don't know. But, you know, uh, Dark Knight Returns um, is, a, is a good story and, like, you could tell that on the big screen. Aye. I don't know if kids would want to go and see an old Batman, but, but I know I would. Aye, definitely, aye. Without a doubt. Uh, so we move on to Batman. The next movie on the list is uh, a Spike Lee movie. Right. Uh, Do the Right Thing. I don't think you've seen it, have you? No. Right. This is a magic film. Right. It really is a brilliant film. Um, obviously it's got Samuel L. Jackson in it as every movie does um, <laughs> uh, it's about a, a pizza place right. in the middle of um, one of the kind of like, notoriously black gang areas aye, aye. in America in New York right? So, and it's all about how um, the pizza place is like a staple in the neighbourhood it's the only like kind of non-black business in the area it's been there forever um, and it's all about r- racial prejudices and stuff like that right. but uh, there's a big falling out between the, the owner of the pizza place and, and Spike Lee actually who plays the character that he falls out with they have 
and then it starts a riot and there's huge, huge destruction and stuff like that happens and they, they mess up the pizza place completely but the police come and there's a character throughout the whole movie called Radio Rahim and it's like a guy who just walks about with a, a stereo right, and everybody, everybody knows him he's like a like a like an icon in the community kind of thing and the police uh, kill him when, he, when they get to the pizza shop and he's got nothing to do with it and they all turn on the on the family that owned the pizza shop because Radio Rahim's been killed because of a disagreement that he had with one of the people from the neighbourhood and it, it's just a, it's a really good story man I, I don't think I've done the best of the sky oh it sounds pretty good eh it's an amazing I film. know that Spike Lee recently brought it back up again because it didn't even get nominated for an Oscar that year. Oh, it definitely should have, man. Uh, it's, it's, it just missed out in my top three. Right, okay, wow. Well, right, film. I'll need to look it out then. It's, it's very of its time. Uh, you know, it's got a lot of the. His early movie making um, style it's, it's changed now. <laughs> I mean, it's it's definitely the poorer of the three, but it's still still great. But it's not obviously not a great film, but for Karate Kid fans, it's still good, isn't it? You've got um, the guy with the pony, uh, the guy with the ponytail, I did Terry Silver. I where did he find all these evil karate instructors? Yeah, probably one of the mafia old Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> um, you've got the return of John Kreese. Aye. Who is a, an animal. <laughs> Obviously, you've got Mr. Miyagi. You've got Daniel. Aye, Daniel turns his... Well, he doesn't turn his back oh, on him, but Miyagi... Mr. Miyagi refuses to train him. Aye. So Daniel goes to Cobra Kai. Aye. To be trained by... Uh, Terry Silver mm-hmm. uh, and obviously John Kreese turns up and they, they make Daniel beat these wooden logs and Aye. Who is the poster child for this new karate tournament that's, that's happening? He's a killer. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Johnny Lawrence turned up to 11. <laughs> Aye. It's, honestly, I, 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 I didn't see Daniel make it out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known better, obviously. Um, it's obviously the redemption one, Mr. Miyagi, then comes back and helps him again. Aye. Like, I mean, that Terry Silver, he's a piece of work. He's nothing but a racist. <laughs> 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 Terry Silver, he's a, like, every so often, you know, my cousin Sean will. Um, like if we're texting each other back and forth or something mm-hmm. I'll just send them a picture of Terry Silver smoke a cigar honestly that then puts the conversation on the Karate Kid 3 half hour it's Karate Kid 3's I love at the, the end of the two of them with uh, Chris and Silver they're standing there with their big evil laugh as if 
winning this karate tournament's going to lead to world domination. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose it's the domination of the world, which is the karate, <laughs> karate tournaments. But it's part of mime stuff, but it's it's good fun. And okay, mate. Listen, uh, you know where you're getting yourself into when you're watching films, and Karate Kid 3 is I, I remember it being one of the first films I've ever seen in the cinema oh, okay. so I loved it man. Aye. I loved it seeing the big screen stuff Daniel's on that like, my school time and my heat and <laughs> <laughs> putting my white jammies on <laughs> <laughs> pretend I'm Karate Kid <laughs> I've started doing that again now since I've been watching Cobra Kai <laughs> <laughs> I watched Cobra Kai mate I was, I was a centimetre off of buying a Cobra Kai t-shirt <laughs> and I caught myself like what are you doing you're 36 year old man aye. come up and oh wait for the Miyagi though once to come out aye just watch Cobra Kai aye, watch everyone Cobra Kai. it's amazing even if you don't like Karate Kid watch Cobra Kai <laughs> uh, right so we'll move on this is another sequel this year actually um, this was a, a big sequel actually uh, with the Web 2 right aye Danny Glover Mel Gibson uh, Joe Pesci aye who was it who was it of interest Patsy Kenza Patsy Kenza was aye. the film wasn't she aye Aye. She gets killed, doesn't she? Aye. Aye. God rest her. <laughs> <laughs> the only bug that both Mel Gibson and Ali McCoy still shagged. <laughs> 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 Super Ali. <laughs> <laughs> she was looking, she was amazing oh. looking in this film. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> she was incredible. <laughs> It's a good sequel, isn't it? Aye. Went into, okay, um... okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, the storyline was a bit was a bit thin, but that was the one where he was on the bog. Aye, that's it. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> the two of them together is just great. Aye, aye, aye. They were they, 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 laughing your ass off at it aye but now watching it you're like what is this I've not watched it since I was a kid no I don't want it aye no they are it's actually what I remember when I was a kid I thought it was ridiculous aye I know but you so, aye. It, but it's, it's a film you love but it's got a cult aye. following man it's got a huge cult I mean I, I see W named a tour after it <laughs> you know what I mean how the hell this film got a sequel I'll I'll, out of that story I'll never know and I'm never going to find out because I'll never ever watch it but we I Weekend at Bernie's it's definitely of its time aye aye it's, it's completely it's shite I you're right it's completely utter ludicrous yeah but we'll move on swiftly <laughs> to Weekend at Bernie's you'll not have seen this one I'll only want to talk about it for a minute aye Sniper Mill Street 5 now Seen we covered Nightmare on Elm Street 2 I says it was Moist's favourite in the Nightmare on Elm Street so I would like to recant that statement and tell you that Nightmare on Elm Street 5 is my absolute worst of the series I think we need to be careful here How? Big feds it says no, that I'm not allowed to slag them I know, I know. <laughs> right but even Big feds will back me up here <laughs> this one was about a lassie get locked in the, the crazy house right We a thousand maniacs and she was raped off them all and one of them was Freddy Krueger or something along the lines oh and she, she bore a child and it was a child of a thousand maniacs 
and then she's pregnant with it and the whole story's gone through her being pregnant with us. This child of a thousand maniacs. Horrific. It's, it's, it's so bad. It's so, so bad, honestly. It, it's just crap. And I, I, I just wanted to mention it because it was so shy. And <laughs> I, said, I said number two is the worst and number two isn't the worst. So I'll move on a wee bit. Well, we, we mentioned Fedzi and we, you mentioned the Bella as well. And actually, he's one of the best at doing the Van Damme dance, the kickboxer that I've ever I seen. I'm just walking. Aye, big friends knows how to do the Van Damme. <laughs> Van Damme. <laughs> right, um, so we'll move on a wee bit of a happier one here. Uh, Uncle Buck. Oh, aye, good. John Candy, master. Brilliant. A huge loss to the comedy movie scene. He had some absolute toppers. Aye. I think it's a film that... He's not going to find somebody that doesn't like this film. It's just... It's pure, just aye. It's pure heart. Aye. From start to finish. Aye. No, I mean, it's just this guy that's trying to look after his, his nieces and nephews. Aye. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Make an arse of it. Oh, well. Aye. Maybe he does. 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 Nice family film, isn't it? With some really funny scenes in it. Oh, yes, man. Um, but I think most people have seen Uncle Buck and they don't need to be told anymore about it. But if you've not seen it, it's a good film to watch over the Christmas kind of period. Definitely, um, aye. It's a, it's a feel good movie. Last aye, before. absolutely. Um, uh, next one, the last, well, we spoke about this before, actually. Um, I think we spoke about it before. Was Casualties of War. Aye, because I couldn't remember the damn name yet. I couldn't remember the name yet. <laughs> and I never tell you in case you get Mikey J. Fox. I talk with his movie. So, um, Casualties of War. It's a right good film. Aye. Aye. Um, Michael J. Fox, as I said, Sean Penn. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Michael J. Fox witnesses a rape? Uh, she, I think she gets killed as well uh, but he's he, aye and it's him trying to aye. turn on the guys and he's Italian aye, aye. Mm-hmm. aye. and Sean Penn's a bit yeah. well he's a bad article aye as he has a real wife no but um, not being a fan of Sean Penn no neither far nah I don't think he's my main reason for not liking him though mm. is because he stopped two of my favourite people winning Oscars <laughs> Uh, Bill Murray for Lost in Translation right. and he, this guy's not my, one of my favourite people but I was desperate for him to win the Oscar it was Mickey Rourke for The, the Wrestler Mickey Rourke aye aye Mickey Rourke was fantastic in that film it's, it's, Sean Penn's a two time Oscar winner that shouldn't be happening no. <laughs> right, uh, next one look who's talking <laughs> right. now you never put this in your list I know I don't know Bruce Willis and John Travolta. I know. <laughs> this is a prequel to Pulp Fiction. <laughs> 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 Fine. Fine. When I watched that, I was like, ah, that guy, that guy, I know, that guy, I know that guy. It's Pops, the Goldbergs. Oh, is it? Is he in this? He plays Tommy's dad. Not, not Tommy, Mikey's dad. 
the actual baby. Aye. Aye, he's that's Bob's favourite. Favourite Goldbergs. I just assumed he was always an old man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was the same. But aye, that's how he plays. He, he plays the, the, the baby's actual baby. Oh, right, okay. Um, obviously, John Travolta, Kirstie Alley. Kirstie mm. Alley's Ma's brilliant in this film. She's really funny. Um, all the wee. Uh, voice over bits like Willis oh, well. fantastic well. aye it's a great film aye aye it's funny even the second one's alright aye there's land balls on it so we're not allowed to talk about it anymore <laughs> <laughs> aye, so aye uh, I want to show your wings if there's much in it funny definitely funny aye yeah next one um, I'm, don't don't quote me on it but I'm sure there's cleaned up at the Oscars uh, my left foot did it um, well he won best actor and the best supporting actor was the woman that played his mum, mm-hmm. Brenda Frisker. No. Aye, Brenda so that was two Oscars. Aye, aye Brenda Frisker, aye. Brenda Sorry. Aye, aye, my left foot. What, mean, what an incredible performance film. Aye. It's unreal. Aye. When I seen it, I actually thought it was a disabled guy. I'm not even going to lie, I thought it was a disabled guy. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first time I remember seeing Daniel Lewis in My mum absolutely adores this movie. Loves it. It's, it's a great it's a, film a on its own, isn't it? But it really is. it's a, for me, it's the, the level of acting. It's, it's that's the bar. Well, we've not even discussed what it's about. Oh, hi. Um, this movie's about a guy called Christy Brown, hi. who had um, severe cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. Must have been, I think, it was cerebral palsy. That is, hi. And the only the only part of his body they could control was his left foot. Mm-hmm. Um, this is is. As sad as it sounds, you know, it's a, this is a pretty feel-good movie at times as well. Aye, aye. You know, when they're out playing football and they let uh, he's in, hit the penalty. Uh, he's in goals at the start and he's saving shots with his head <laughs> and then they let him hit a penalty and he yeah. turns out he's got a left foot like George Alberts. <laughs> <laughs> I went for John Collins or Shinsuke Nakamura. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's got a left foot on him. He's got a wand on him. <laughs> and and uh, it's like, just, it's all about... A severely disabled man is like accepted, kind of. Aye, aye. And I don't know if if, if I remember well, but Christy Brown's story is such a. He gets he gets written off at the start because I don't think they really know what, what it is about him. But then he writes he writes mother mm. on the phone. And his dad's like, turns out this guy. Turns out my son's a genius. Here's our <laughs> meal ticket. <laughs> 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 aye, but was he a painter? Aye, aye. Was he a painter, wasn't he? Painter, yeah. Aye. And it's, oh, I wonder how much he'd need to pay for one of his paintings. I know, aye. Wow, wow, money. But the, even the very first scene in the film, he's putting a record on aye. with his left foot. That's right. Uh, Daniel Day Lewis just. He said he said that that was the scene that made him want to do it because he loved the challenge of trying to be able to do that with his foot, and he can do it all with his right foot. So they used mirrors. I was like, ah, you should be, he should be ashamed. He said, I can't even do it with his left foot. I'm gutted, mate. I'm gutted. You've just helped me up. Who? I thought he was using his left foot. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Hollywood brother, it's all spoken barrels. Literally. Literally. The fact that he can do it at all is unbelievable. <laughs> I think he spent, you know what Daniel Day Lewis is like with roles, I think he spent three months in a, a centre for, 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 <laughs> for people with cerebral palsy. Aye. 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 Aye.
I know. See, that nowadays he wouldn't even have got that role. Because there would have been an outcry, oh, you should give it to somebody that's actually got cerebral palsy. Not what they're, they're like. I know, I know, it's Bill Bob says, it's called acting people! <laughs> <laughs> but aye, uh, this is a much better film than I thought it was going to be, actually. My effort. Uh, My mum made me watch it, I didn't want to watch it when I was a wee guy, but I've mm-hmm. loved it. Um, I've not seen it since right enough, but it was. I'd completely forgot that he was an artist. <laughs> and like, his mum, Brenda, just, uh, Brenda Fricker, sorry, she's actually, she's, she won the Oscar, but she's more famous for being the pigeon lady in Home Alone 2. Aye, quite right for so. <laughs> True. <laughs> A better performance in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, Brenda Fricker, yeah. Big Brenzy. Aye. Big Brenders. <laughs> 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 so after my left foot, the, the next one we've got in last year is uh, The Little Mermaid. Aye. Um, Classic. Right. This was the one that started like, the the comeback for Disney, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, uh, it was the first modern classic. Aye, it was this. Um, this is actually getting a, a live action remake. Aye. This mm. year, I think it's coming out. Um, it's you know the story of Ariel. If you don't know it, it's uh, she falls in love with a, a prince. Aye. She falls in love with her, but if, if she wants to. Uh, be with him, she's got to be able to go on the land, so she makes a deal with uh, Ursula. Ursula, aye. So the octopus queen of the, the depths of the ocean. <laughs> aye. And by that, I can tell Oh, aye. Uh, she gets <laughs> her legs, um, she goes and decides that she wants to be with this guy, but mm-hmm. she misses uh, a home under the sea. Aye, that's that. And they kind of wrote a song about that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, just a my sister watched this nearly every day so I've seen this nearly as much as I've seen Robin Hood but it's a brilliant film the songs are amazing aye my mate's wee sister my mate Big Eugene his wee sister used to watch it all the time aye and any time I was in his house it would be on so it was like I think I knew all the songs (laughs) but I don't really remember much about the movie actually aye well no I think the movie has the songs about it. Aye, right. it's just... <laughs> we build up to the next song, aye. But it's, well, it's, a, it's a great film. Um, it won the Oscar for the best song, Under the Sea. Under the Sea, aye. best original song. Aye. Um, <laughs> but yeah, aye, that's, it kick-started all the, the run of films that were just... Well, we, well, we have done well, Mermaid. Classic after classic after that. Moving on, uh, we'll talk about... Christmas movie, ironically, because we forgot to do a Christmas movie. <laughs> um, this one came out in 1989. It was a uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And 99.9% of people's opinion, this movie is one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. That's 0.1% of the population is sitting across from you. <laughs> How can you not like Christmas Vacation? I can't stick them. Chevy Chase. Aye. I don't like him either. <laughs> I still like this movie, but <laughs> there's something about this film. I, I just don't. I don't. He's not likable. No, he's not likable. He's. I don't think Chevy Chase is a very likable man. Full stop. I know. The only thing I've ever liked him in was a video for "You Can Call Me Out." Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. Good point. But I did like this movie. I'm sure at the, at the time, years and years ago. I watched it and laughed back, of course. Aye, but um, 
I'd probably put it in my top three Christmas movies. Aye? Aye, definitely. But anyway, there's your wee Christmas bit. Pudding, Sean. We'll move on for that. We'll go on to Glory. Glory, what a film, man. Classic. Denzel. That's that, aye. Denzel, what, what, what was it? The American Civil War, no? Civil War, was it? Um, it's a, basically, it's, it's about a black guy being in the... Uh, it's about the, the black regiment, the black regiment and, aye. Um, basically, uh, what the way South Park described it was a wee bit uh, <laughs> maybe politically incorrect, but it was kind of like a case of Operation Human Shield kind of thing. Ah, uh, uh, well, they were the first, they were uh, on the front line, weren't they? Nah, they, they, they were deemed extendable because of the colour of their skin. Um, and obviously... That's not acceptable. No. It should never have been acceptable in any walk of life, but especially when it's actually life or death. It's, uh, well, Morgan Freeman's in it as well. Freeman's Aye. And um, Denzel won Best Supporting Actor for this, and rightly so. Aye, that's right. This was his first, what, real big Aye. that winter. Um, uh, he was, Denzel's just the man, let's be honest. So is Morgan Freeman. I would say this is Morgan Freeman's breakout year as well. Aye. Aye. With this and uh, Driving Miss Daisy for his um, two films. Was, uh, we were going to be talking about that in a second, so I shall just go on to that now. <laughs> Driving Miss Daisy. Um, movie about uh, a solid cantankerous old bat. Aye. And uh, he becomes a driver. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much about him trying to, the both of them really, kind of trying to become aye. accepting each other mm-hmm. kind of thing um, it's a bit of a film oh aye it, it, won the, it won the best picture at the Oscars it beat My Left Foot and it beat Born on the Fourth of July Born on the Fourth of July we were going to be talking about that in a minute <laughs> 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 um, no but Driving Miss Daisy again there was a lot of movies around about this time about trying to knock down social I don't know, would you call it barriers? Aye, aye. Um, there was a film that was on the list that I didn't actually talk about because I don't want to talk about it, but I remember loving it and it was called Blood on Me. Right. Um, and I'm. Um, I was Morgan Freeman. Was it? Was Morgan Freeman. Aye. Um, so he played that again, um, a black man, um, taking outside his, his comfort zone, putting in a find a way to be accepted by, by this school um, again along the same kind of lines of driving my stage mm-hmm. in, a different, in a different environment obviously but it's got the same kind of themes and stuff so um, same with, with Glory as well was kind aye, of like, aye. Morgan Freeman changing the world in 1989 if it wasn't for Morgan Freeman who knows where <laughs> <laughs> The <laughs> right, uh, next one on the list is The Wizard, right? This was an hour and a half long advert for Mario Bros. 3 <laughs> on the Nintendo. It genuinely was. Was it? The movie is all about this boy um, who is, at the th- I would assume now, looking back on it now, the boy's on the autis- autism spectrum, right? Um, he was part of it, he, he had a twin sister who died. Right, and after that the wee boy kind of went into his shell right. um, his brother and his brother's friend or girlfriend kind of kidnap him 
because the wee guy's an absolute superstar at playing Nintendo games right. and they've got a there's a tournament coming up this big massive video game world championships kind of thing and you just go in and register and you can play and the, if you get a high score and you move on to the next oh, and yeah. so on and so on and the wee guy gets to the final and they break uh, it's an advert for the power glove as well because right, uh, playing okay. against he's got the Nintendo power glove and stuff and <laughs> uh, in the final wow we've got a big surprise for you and um, you've played Super Mario Brothers 1 you've played Super Mario Brothers 2 now the world premiere of Super Mario Brothers 3 and they've got to play against each other neither of them have ever played Super Mario Brothers 3 right. and it's all about uh, it's basically like a sports movie it's a video game so it's good I've never even heard that oh it's great it's Fred Savage who plays the big brother right. I okay. can tell you anybody else it's a no. I'd say that, but I had the VHS I bought the VHS the official one I loved that one loved that film when I was sounds good it's good you should get a watch if you, if you get a chance get a watch and we'll move on to the next one is Born on the 4th of July classic uh, I don't know if you've, you've seen that case yet. aye oh no I have aye <laughs> 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 right. so this one's with Tom Cruise who um, was a I believe a veteran Aye. Uh, yeah, Warren was crippled mm-hmm. in the war, and it's was it's about his legal battle kind of thing. Is it? Aye, it's a true story about the the, the guy that it happened to. Um, aye, I, I think it's about him coming to terms with like, how shit Vietnam is as well, and yeah. trying to get back into civil life, and he becomes an alcoholic and all that. Aye. Any other year, mm. you're giving the, the Oscar to Tom Cruise. Aye. He was fantastic in it. And he actually beat Daniel Day-Lewis at the Golden Globes. He won the they won the, he won the Golden Best Actor at the Golden Globes. Beat Daniel Day-Lewis. It's, it's very unusual that the, the Golden Globes and the Oscars are different winners. Very, very unusual. Aye, he, de- he deserves something, no? Because he, he's fin- he's absolutely he ever, fantastic. Has he ever won the Oscar? No, he's been nominated twice. For that Rain Man? No. He, he never got nominated for Rain Man. Really? No. He's sure. He may have been nominated. Nah, he's gone. He won. He won best. <laughs> <laughs> he was nominated for Magnolia as well, actually. So it's three times he's been nominated. The other one was Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire, obviously. But this is this is anybody doubts Tom Cruise is a good actor. Watch this because a few good men as well. He's actually done I think we'll need to fold and then come back as Tango and Cast because that's a cracker <laughs> Tango and Cast um, so um, Tango and Cash obviously um, Sylvester Stallone and the man right. the myth the legend Kurt right. uh, he's his favourite actor <laughs> um, Tango and Cash I've got for oh, like, obviously uh, he's a couple of posts that get Forced together, they, they don't like the partner. Aye, they hate each other. Aye, um, I know they get set up. And they both get the tip off into it for a, like a big drug bust going on, but it's a set up, and it's Jack Palance is the baddie, and he set them up. Yeah, 
and he is hamming it up big time in this but he's good though Aye. look when he's got the two mice Mr Tango and Mr Cash <laughs> hammed up and everything that he was ever in oh aye and I mean even in like, Batman again Jack Lawrence was yeah, in he's Batman he short to Jack <laughs> <laughs> you're my number one guy <laughs> <laughs> he's a pure joke <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even want Oscars left right <laughs> 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 but he's a good buddy having this, though. Oh, he's a good buddy having a run, isn't he? <laughs> Aye. Aye. But it, it's, it's, a, it's a buddy for it's, it's probably a lethal weapon rip off kind of thing, isn't it? A wee bit. Lethal weapon? Oh, lethal weapon 2 coming out here, in fact. I Aye. It probably is about a rip off. <laughs> um, still good fun, though. I actually preferred it to, to the lethal weapon. Tom Cash is a classic, mate. Aye. It really it's is. some of the lines in it, it's hilarious. And obviously, Kurt Russell's character's not as, uh, Stone, not as Kurt Russell's character's fire, not as Stone's sister. Aye. Who's Terry Hatcher? Aye. <laughs> Terry Smasher. <laughs> 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 right, uh, so, we'll move on to Tango and Cash. And there's one here, mate, I'm not even here, 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 I'm not if you can talk about this for more than a minute, I'll be rather surprised. What the hell is it gleaming the cube? <laughs> <laughs> I, I stumbled across this the other night uh, when I was in Prime. I basically typed in films, 1989, and this one came up. And it's a, it's a skateboarding movie with Christian Slater. Oh, Slater? <laughs> Hi. He's a, he's, he's adopted brother gets killed. Kickboxer? And, <laughs> and he has to... Try and avenge the murder and solve the murder. Why you winning a skateboard? No, no, no. He's he's a he's like a skateboard and he's 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 uh, whilst on a skateboard. That's his that's his hook type thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the the. Uh, is that the only? <laughs> is that, you see the bad guy. The only person knows anything about this crime is some guy on a skateboard. Nothing to worry about. That then it's awful. Uh, Tony Hawk and all that do the, the stunts in it. Aye. Aye. Apparently, it's a cult classic among skateboarders. Really? But they're doing the whole Back to the Future rip off, holding on to the back of cars and things like that. Oh, did you think Miami Fly was the first one? Oh, he invented that. that. Show your face. Oh, he invented it. I'll move on then. Aye. We've got an odd number of Star Trek movie here. Aye. And that should tell you all you need to know about this tripe. Then you wish it was the final frontier. <laughs> How can someone win a Razzie for worst actor for playing a role he's been in all his life in one of the most iconic characters in I, I in history? It, I take it, it's Captain Templeton uh, over here. Uh, William Shatner won, won the Razzie for, for a worst I'm actor. If he was putting a play on it in my back, I'd shut the curtains. <laughs> <laughs> He's amazing as Kirk, but this film's terrible. And Sean Connery was supposed to be the baddie in it. Aye. But thankfully for him, Last Crusade filming came up at the same time. And the planet in the film's named after him. It's called Shakari. Shakari? Sean Connery. 
<laughs> so aye, it's awful. It won the worst film of the year at the Razzies as well. Really? Aye, and it's lived up to its odd numbered. Aye. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, well, we, we also had another James Bond movie. Aye. Nine License to Kill. That's the one where Bob Reynolds played James Bond. <laughs> Uh, this is a good film. It's a great, great James know. Bond film. Uh, Robert, is it Robert Davy or Robert Davy? He's the baddie in it. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> it's, he plays like a drug lord, and um, the bad guy uses tiger sharks to kill his to kill some of the good guys. Oh, yeah, Aye. Um, <laughs> Who played James Bond in it? <laughs> This one was Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. This is the second times Bond and last. Pretty much all I can remember about the film, other than the song. Um, in the 80s, the, 19, the first one we spoke about was 1985. It was A View to a Kill. So, one of three films in a row are my three favourite Bond songs. It's Duran Duran, A View to a Kill, Aha, The Living Daylights, and Gladys Knight, Licence to Kill. Gladys Knight, sorry, I. Great song. Gladys Knight, you ever seen on concert? Certainly have, three times. Three times. <laughs> and one of them, I wish you were there. Well, I was in, so. I know, but remember the reason why I wanted you to have been there? Aye, because I had. Aye. Oh, have you told that story? No, no. Tell us the story about going to see Gladys Knight. So it was in Vegas. And it was our first trip to Vegas, and I wanted to see somebody that I liked, and that was the only, really the only one on. I was glad this night, but they went anyway. Uh, sitting, oh, before it starts, I'm at the bar, and there's a big, massive, giant guy, and I said to him, "I hope you're not in front of me at this concert." And he went, <laughs> just laughed it off, and then so sitting watching the concert. And at the very end, Gladys Knight says, we've got a special guest in tonight. Uh, I'd like to welcome on stage Magic Johnson. And it's the guy I was standing next to at the bar. Walks on stage and I didn't even know him. And why did you wish I was there? Because you would have pointed him out right away and we would have got photos of him. Would have been on stage with him. Magic Johnson, for those who don't know, is one of the greatest ever in the NBA. The history of the NBA in America. And... Um, he's I, I don't know how you didn't know it was him to be honest with you he's one of, one of the yeah. more famous basketball players I'm quite surprised at that one um, but I, I would have we would have been dancing with magic that night aye Fally's there brother <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll move on to places to kill him the next one is this is actually the second last one on the list oh, right, okay. uh, when Harry met Sally right uh, so when Harry met Sally, I know Tom Hanks. No, no, not Tom Hanks. No, it's Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal, sorry, I always get this. You've got mail mixed up. Sleeping in Seattle. You've got This is the film three times over. Right, so Harry met Sally, it was Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. I was right. Aye. And it's about. I'm just a couple. Aye, it starts off that they share a car because they're both going to New York from Chicago and that's the first time they meet and they hate each other and then it shows you different and it just takes you through different years of their life and they keep randomly meeting and the more you meet her the more you love her Uh, and the more you're rooting for them to get together and I had never seen this film until two weeks ago I had never seen it and I thought it was absolutely brilliant I loved it 
are famous, you know, they're hugely famous. Oh, aye, aye. Um, they're in the, the restaurant, and, and she, he says he doesn't believe that she could fake an orgasm. Aye. And she does it at the table. <laughs> the kicker in this, that's funny enough, but the kicker in this is when the... When the waitress goes to the, the wee old couple The, the woman aye. And the woman says I'll have what she's having It's a classic movie line oh, aye. A classic cinema line man. Brilliant and it's, uh, aye, it's a good film man If you uh, like that sort of thing it's, I don't know why I've never seen it But I thought it was great And it was Rob Rob Reiner directed Reiner, it And right, his run of films For, for Spinal Tap uh, Stand By Me aye. Uh, Princess Bride When Harry Met Sally Few Good Men In Misery That run of six films in a row Doesn't get better than that After that he just went off a cliff And it was disaster after disaster But oh, this, this is a brilliant film Aye. He's funny as hell, man. Aye, he's in Wolf of Wall Street, isn't he? Aye, he's brilliant in that. He's excellent, and the new girl, he plays uh, Zoe de Chanel's dad. Oh, right, okay. He's brilliant in that. Aye. He's superb, man, aye. Um, so we'll move on then, and the last one on the list. Wait, London will it start or end with this one? Aye, aye. We start with uh, the highest grossing movies of the year, so we, we stayed with that, but. It's actually quite a surprise that this wasn't the highest grossing movie of the year either. I think it, it was third behind two worthy. Well, right, obviously, first was. Uh, Last Crusade and then Batman. Batman came second. Aye. And well, the third one here is none other than Back to the Future Part 2. Yep. Uh, the film that introduced the Lord any of everybody's Is that Almanac? Is that Almanac? Is that Almanac? Is that Almanac? and get to the bookies and that would be it that's all you would need I just want to need I don't need to have the result I don't need to be Biff Tannen you don't have to open Biff's Casino I don't need to be Biff Trump let's be honest that's what he's based on oh definitely oh my god Back to the Future 2 is it's nowhere near as good as Back to the Future no at the time when you're a wee kid that's the one you go to because it's got the flying cars and the the, the hoverboards and things like that you're right, yeah. it's, and like I said, it's, it, I think everybody that watched it, if they had the opportunity to sell their granny for a sports almanac, they would have done it. <laughs> no doubt about it. I'm pretty disappointed that I didn't come here the day in a hoverboard, to be honest. Well, we I thought we would definitely have them by now. Well, we have. Aye, the stupid things that they're calling oh, hoverboards. They've, no, they've got actual hoverboards now, but they're like... Aye, they're a ton weight, aren't they? Aye, and they're like, it's like mega drones, essentially. Right. You, know, like you stand on the top of a drone that can carry your weight. Oh, right, okay. And, and that's, that's it. And you control it just by leaning and stuff like right. that. Don't get me wrong, you would never get me on one of them, right? No. But it looks amazing. <laughs> it seems before they can actually work it, it looks unreal. Um, but, Nah, for, for me, uh, Back to the Future 2 is my least favourite of the three, you know? Aye. Aye. I, I, I prefer Back to the Future 3. 
much uh, I, I don't think there's much in it between two and three. Obviously, the first one's in well, uh, a, a league above. At the same time, ah, that's right. Aye. Mm-hmm. One after the other. If they did, if they buy to the future, they buy to the future too. They changed the the actress. They, um, that's Barney's right. Girlfriend. Aye. Um, yeah, Elizabeth Shue came in for uh-huh. Claudia Wells. Uh-huh. And but like, visually, you could tell Marty had. Ah, you could see definitely could tell. Aye, aye. going through Back to the Future 3, Back to the Future 3, there was, there was no, it was seamless. Aye, okay. Because they were filmed like, uh, continually. It nearly predicted the Cubs winning the World Series. That's right. They were one year out. I remember that story. And uh, that year, 2015, the, the Cubs got to the playoffs for the first time in like 10 years or something. I really thought it was going to happen. Guess what day they get knocked out of the... The, the World Series You tell me Back to the Future Day October 21st 2015 The day that Marty and goes back in the future. M- Marty and the Doc Go to the future Aye And then when they won it The next year That they said Back to the Future Released Their, their Facebook page Released a statement Saying that uh, Something must have Happened with the The, the time Force uh, 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 The time can Continuum Or something Aye Aye Because there was a a strike in 1994 so there was no baseball played that year and that's what the <laughs> something like that <laughs> they used that as an excuse for the being one year out so that's that class that's that's the end of the, the end of the, the list from 1989 aye um, aye it's some very good films there so what's your top three then right away it's back to future two that's number three I can't not have a Back to the Future film in the top three but I might be changing my I might be <laughs> no, fair enough um, no I still loved it I loved it more as a kid I can you can clearly see that the first one's miles ahead of it but the three of them's a trilogy still the second one clearly had a higher budget aye aye you know I mean but when you go back and you see one anyway with Biff the makeup and all that's dreadful. I know. <laughs> I true. Aye. Aye. Um, but it's, <laughs> I, you know, they had a huge budget, and I think they, they further along, they were on, you know, the flying cars and stuff. Aye, like aye. It, it, it gives some people give them a hard time of what, predicting that. But Bob Gale says, look, we knew there wasn't going to be flying cars, but we weren't going to have a, a film thirty years in the future without them. Aye, thirty years in the future, and it's just like outside and out. Aye. Well, I mean, the, the design of things is slightly different, that's all. Um, but I, uh, for me, number three, I'm going to go with Feel the Dreams. Feel the Dreams, number three. three, aye. Um, aye, what's that one? Aye. Where's number two for you? Well, number two for me is Feel the Dreams. Oh. Aye. It's a great film. It's, it's, it's weird that it's mental but it all comes together and it's a, it's just an amazing film good stuff for me the saying that was last crusade uh, I, I just loved it I just love Indiana Jones man aye even the shite ones are still quite <laughs> this certainly is not see, this is everything that the fans would have wanted at the time I think it's just I don't know, I don't know. Uh, just, just solving wee mysteries along the way and it was just the two of them together fantastic 
Um, so you're number one, I'm, sh- I'm assuming, is what I should say. It is. It's the reason why in three weeks' time I'm going to Petra. Aye. Aye. I'm going to see it. Um, that's, obviously, that's where it is to be the end of the film set. And uh, I can't wait to see it. Um, I love the film so much. It's amazing. Where is it? Jordan. Jordan? Aye, Petra and Jordan. Aye. Going to Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> what is the you have? You're going to Jordan, Middle East. Aye, aye. Did you watch the film? <laughs> no, just to see where it, where it was filmed. Did you see where it's not even getting to watch the film? Aye, what? He's a crackpot, man. Right, anyway, uh, so my number one, I'm just going to say that one. I loved it. Aye. Me and the boy loved it. What? Oh, it was <laughs> Great choice. We watched it last week. We tried to we tried to watch Batman Returns, right? And I'm not going to lie, we were watching it via nefarious means. Which <laughs> I shouldn't admit that on the podcast, but all. And uh, we got a good. Do you know that there's not there's no uh, dialogue in the movie for the first maybe five minutes or so. Aye. Batman Returns, eh? And uh, so we're tuned right in. Oh, there's a penguin. Oh, uh, uh, and the next thing Alfred walks by Sunday and goes bonjour and I'm like alright uh, Alfred's speaking French to Sunday he's a bottle of sugar he's a bottle of sugar he talks me all his stuff so he's aye you know what mate you're right he must know French aye you're right that it wasn't a stretch to know you that Alfred could speak aye 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 right so he's been in Marie F he gets into the back cave do you have a full level of Chris Winters like, oh, we'll be here. Both ways looking at each other. Like, ah, this is in French. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, we ended up not watching it. But you, you, you watch Batman and you still love it. It's dynamite. It's, it's still a great film. Yeah, honestly. Right. honestly, I'm not, I'm not a huge uh, Bobby. No. Tim Bobby fan. But I, I do really like. The original Batman movie. Yeah. I didn't think there would be much difference between our top threes for this no, one. No, certainly doesn't. No. Um, but 1989, as you noticed, there was a few absolute belters in the last. Aye. Um, so, all that's left now is for us to produce the actor Quay's movie, but. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why the adjudicator is here. The adjudicator is here. Say hello, adjudicator Kean. Bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> it's in French, we made on that. Right, so random actor generator. Oh, not a bad one actually. Right. Um, well, yes. Will Smith. Right. Good so, one. You calling it? Heads. <laughs> <laughs> A streak like no other. Hey, actor quiz movie battle. Actor quiz movie battle. <laughs> Will Smith edition. <laughs> Starting in three, two, one. Independence Day. Yep. Men in Black. Yep. Men in Black two. Men in Black three. Ali. Um. Suicide Squad. Hitch. That's a good 
Did you see Animated State? No. Animated State. I'm going to see this one that's coming straight back to me. Bad Boys. Bad Boys 2. <laughs> Bad Boys 3. <laughs> Wrong! It's called Bad Boys for Life. Is it? You are done, my yeah. friend! Aye, yes. Bad Boys for 3. It's Bad Boys for Is it that what it's called? God damn it. Yes! Come on! <laughs> Put myself in that trap. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's a harsh defeat. It's not the name of the film, Graham. <laughs> you know the rules if you said Indiana Jones 3 for Last Crusade I wouldn't have tell you to bugger off ah <laughs> 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 right, fair enough what's <laughs> <laughs> that 4-3 4-3 man jeez oh I'm getting back close to you what is that what you've got some sort of outro surprise I believe aye so normally we end the show where like a, a, I play a song at the end so I thought I would do something different alright <laughs> <laughs> we're going to end it with a riddle right then um, how many D's are there in Indiana Jones one nah I was I-N-D-I-A-N-A-J-O-N-E-S nah how many is on them 40 <laughs> what, there's 40 D's in Indiana Jones we are definitely <laughs> out of time uh, <laughs> goodbye thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> <Come on. laughs>